0: Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here, we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men. Welcome to today's episode. Today, I'm here with Jeff Tobin, he's a good friend of mine and a great example that good can come even after a divorce. Like, I know a lot of you guys, you come here and you talk to me and you are... You know, your wife says she wants to leave or wants a divorce, and it seems like it can be the end. Um, But if you work on yourself, if you become a stronger version of yourself, like you can take those skills and abilities into your next marriage, into your next relationship, be a better father to your kids. So I have Jeff here today to to talk about that and his story. Um, So welcome, Jeff. Thank you for being on with me today. Thanks for having me in your
1: studio. I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Our the studio, the studio today is in a part of my house that, um, yeah, it's, it's not super professional, but it's fun. It's like Culver
1: um, city. It's like a professional studio. It's, <laughs> it's good.
0: Um, so, um, you know, just to kind of set a timeline about how long ago was it that, um, that your wife told you that your first wife told you that she wanted a divorce?
1: Yeah, that was a little over three years ago, um, summer of 17.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, how many kids do you guys have together? Three
1: together. Three together. Yeah, at the time it was uh, five or four, two, and nine months old.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, you had your family and all that. How did it come about? Like, how did she tell you that she wanted to do that?
1: Specifics? Sure. So, yeah, it was a. Uh, Tuesday afternoon and she told me she wanted to have a talk in the living room. We sat down and we had been kind of struggling with, um, you know, just this and that and our, you know, kind of always had these conversations that kind of reset, you know, like we got back on the same page and reset. And then I noticed, you know, things weren't ever resetting after we had those conversations. So I thought, okay, good. We kind of finally have to have one of these conversations to kind of reset everything back, get back to zero and, you know, start working Um, and then, uh, yeah. So that's when she told me was that afternoon. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a big, big shock on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, did you have any sense it was coming or was it just like, seemed like total surprise?
1: No, I didn't. And I probably should have, but I just never, I never assumed. Um, I think a lot of that comes from me seeing my parents, um, my mom and dad have gone through everything together. They've had a really rough marriage they're very committed to sticking together. And I think that's the only reason they're really together right now. So I guess that's probably part of the reason why I never saw it come. I just, mm. I never figured that, um, it wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, I just never dawned on me that that would be the
0: case. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so big surprise. Well, what was kind of going through your mind at the time? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? Um, devastation.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a big, um, it was a lot to take in. Cause I remember, you know, when she told me, she also said, you know, she didn't feel comfortable having me in the house. And so, you know, um, she didn't want to be there with me or, um, so it was either, you know, I go find a place to sleep that night, or she was going to try to take the kids and go somewhere. And obviously I didn't want to, you know, take the kids out of our home or anything like that. So, um, my thought process initially was, uh, you know, really shock and, um, you know, despair from the whole thing. And then, um, the person I stayed with that first night kind of shaped my mind into helping me, you know, wanting to fight for it, wanting to save it, you know, and, and really putting aside all the worldly things. Um, but yeah, that was, you know, my initial thoughts on it were just that devastation for, you know, for us, um, you know, a My kids really was the biggest thing I thought of, and the the biggest thing that I, you know, um, you know, was extremely concerned about through the whole thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, So you you mentioned you, you met with this this person you were staying with. They kind of, you know, set you on that path of of trying to make things right, trying to, to, to win her back. So what kinds of things did you try? Like, what did you, what did you put yourself into to, to do that, to try to make things work? Yeah.
1: His, his his biggest thing was uh, really, um, you know, saying you have things right now in your life that shouldn't be your priority. Your priority needs to be, you know, working to save your marriage. I remember very clearly him telling me, you know, if this was my wife that left, I would fight for, you know, and I would show her that, that you want her back. And I would show her, you know, that you're willing to, to do anything it takes. Um, I had gotten uh, very heavily invested into triathlon. Um, uh, we really weren't connecting. And it kind of was an activity I used as an outlet to, um, you know, kind of almost like meditation, but just something to kind of put my focus as she was elsewhere. Um, and so he's like, I would quit doing that. I would quit doing anything else, and I would only focus on trying to show her that you love her and saving your marriage. And so that's that's really hit the biggest um, thing I took away from that first night, uh, and then subsequent meetings I had with other people that I, you know, talked to. I got some other bits and pieces. I, I know you recommended some books to me that I read. I had some family members recommend some books that I read. Um, I'd listen to you know church talks, um, yeah, just you know being a member of the church as well as, as you, and having a lot of things to try to help me to cope with the emotions I was feeling and that. Um, but that was really most of the advice I got in the later days, you know, a couple of days after, a few days after. Um, but that initial night, that was really the biggest thing was just, you know, switching my mind to being willing to fight for it and not just accepting that, you know, hey, this is how it's going to be, um, you know, really to fight for my future, for my family.
0: Yeah, yeah so um actually i got a, a closer up view of kind of some of the stuff that jeff was doing during the time and he was um you know you, you mentioned uh, reading books so for sure kind of digging into that um also it seemed like really spiritually you really kind of dug in and tried to you know build yourself up in that sense so what were some of the things you did in in that area
1: yeah spiritually I'm um... I just kind of turned. Um, so I served a, a mission for for our church, um, uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. And so um, there's a standard that you live on your mission where you, you really don't have um, outside influence. You don't have you know radio, TV shows, music. Um, and so for me, I, I initially kind of thought you know if I was going to have any chance of saving, I just need to be as in tune with the Spirit as possible. And so my my initial reaction was, um, you know, to just completely cut out anything that was just kind of excess fat in my life of, you know, media and, um, you know, sports and all those type of things that really weren't, you know, that important in the scheme of things. Um, and then, uh, you know, just kind of, kind of go from there. Um, so I, would, you know, read the, read through the scriptures, um, and, uh, I'd go to the temple once to twice a week and I'd, um, you know, pray constantly and be listening to church talks and listening to uplifting, you know, good, uh, encouraging music. So it's just pretty much trying to take every moment of the day that I could to do something positive and just kind of, you know, shape my mind in a more of a positive way and, and to help cope with, uh, you know, kind of the na- the negative feelings and emotions I was feeling through that yeah. experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so do you feel like that, um, you know, intense spiritual work um, helped kind of carry you through some of those difficulties?
1: I'd say for sure. Yeah, no no question. Um, I don't think without doing that, I would have been able to get through it. I think that having the ability to, you know, because a big part of the church would be if you find that when you're, you know, kind of self-loathing and worrying about yourself, um, it doesn't really, you know, tend to lead you into a really good positive place. Um, And so when you start trying to do the right things, when you start trying to help other people and, uh, you know, kind of magnify the things that you can do in your own life for other people to help them, it helps, helps you cope with, you know, terrible things that are going on in your own life. Um, So I think that that was, you know, really a critical part of me surviving through the whole thing and uh, not just turning into a, you know, a negative person, which was my fear, which, I had seen a lot of friends that go through divorce and they just turn into this you know, bitter um, monster, really. And yeah. so that was um, one of those things about the quotes about, you know, whatever you feed gets bigger. If you yeah. focus on the hate and the anger and all that, it continues to grow. And if you focus on the good and, you know, and at the time with my now ex-wife, I was looking at the positive attributes that she had and trying to just hang on to those things, even though I wasn't receiving that. You know, affirmation back. I, I those are the things that made it still possible for me to you know continue to try to work and fight for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and so that was going to be my next question: is as far as your interaction with her went. You know, you said you were focusing on you know trying to get her back, trying to show her that you love her. So, so you mentioned um, like sending her positive things, things you appreciated about her, any other kind of things that stand out as as things you were doing with your interactions with her to try to show her that you that you cared.
1: Yeah, I mean, I. I, I, tried to, uh, shoulder all of the blame for everything. I really tried to, to make it so that it was possible for her to change her mind. Um, I, I really tried to look inwardly really, and, and really accept that there is a large part of it that I contributed to. Um, and, uh, you know, try to take,
0: take the, uh, lion's share of the blame there. Um, What were some of those things that that you kind of felt like looking back were things that you, you know, kind of messed up on or could have done better?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, valuing my, my time, you know, where, where it's best spent, um, being, uh, being selfish, being stubborn. Um, yeah, it's one thing I still is a work in progress, <laughs> but the, just being very, you know, being very stubborn to the point where, you know, it's kind of like, oh, if you're going to kind of do the silent treatment, like, okay, well I'll, I'll ride with that and we'll, I'll let that go. Um, rather than being a little bit more mature about things and, and being, uh, willing to look at things through her eyes and, and see some of the valid points that she had where at the time I, I had justifications for, you know, why I did the things that I did, um, but uh you know if i had humbled myself as, as you know could have things have been different you know if i had been willing to to humble myself and and see that so there are definitely definite things that um the whole experience really fo- focused uh, or maybe focus on you know my in, my inward uh you know kind of attributes that were a big significant part of you know the situation that we both got ourselves into
0: yeah okay great so um, you know, to kind of summarize a little, so, you know, you, you, go through this time you're, you're working hard. You want, you want to get her back. You're hoping she ch- changes her mind. She ends up not changing her mind. You know, uh, you know, she files for a divorce and, you know, that, that happens. So, you know, at that moment where you, you realize like, man, I put in all this effort, you know, she still said, no, like what was going through your mind at that point? Um...
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I tried to do all that I could and my whole thought process was at the end of the day, if I did everything I could, you know, I could keep my held, my head held high. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, the, um, it's with the book that has a love Air in it, the fireproof movie. Yeah. Yeah, So like I, I went and I found a store that had that book and I tried to go through and I tried to do everything in there. And, um, you know, with all the other readings and all the stuff I did, uh, and it, it didn't work, but it helped me you know, change my, my thought process on things for sure. Um, but I remember when she filed and I um, happened to check a, a public um, uh, county listing thing and I saw that she had filed for divorce and it was really just um, kind of devastation because uh, we, you know, we didn't. Yeah, I was trying to get us to do counseling and things like that. And so I I guess there's a little bit of frustration on that end as well, where you think, uh, you know, I I felt like you really didn't try, you know, you never really gave it an honest effort. Um, whereas I, I think that she would argue, well, I was trying the whole time and and you didn't care. So, um, you know, and even just the ability to look at it and see from even you know, at this point, that perspective, that's one of those things that has shifted for me where, I, you know, you, you do look through other people's eyes and you see, uh, I'm not, my opinion is not hundred percent
0: right all the time. 99% but not. <laughs> uh, well, and I really, I like that insight. So, you know, that, that devastation was back, but at the same time, you were able to kind of remind yourself, Hey, like I, I really did put everything I could into this. Um, of course, it's sad. Now there's all the logistics to figure out, financial and with the kids. And I'm sure that was and continues to be a, a strain in some ways. Um, but um, sounds like you're able to find peace in the fact that you put everything you could into it and you felt like you really had done that. Well, yeah. I
1: mean, I didn't take no for an answer because even after she filed, um, you know, still for another seven, eight months, I still, you know, tried, um, you know, as best I could. So. Um, I just wanted to be able to honestly look at my kids and tell them, you know, that I tried everything I could to save her family. And I knew that, uh, Mm. if both people were willing to sit down and make it work, it would definitely work. Um, and so unfortunately, yeah, we didn't get that chance. Um, and you know, things that kind of transpired where I got to the point where I knew, okay, this is not something that's going to be salvageable. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately I knew I, I tried everything that I could to, uh, to make
0: it work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, the, I'm, um, just impressed with the, um, you know, maturity and the, you know, the work that went into that, I think, you know, Jeff's really hit hitting the main point, which is developing that skill of uh, understanding the people around you, seeing things through other people's eyes. So, um, so, you know, at that point, you know, did you think you, uh, you would find somebody else or, or you know, when you first, the divorce is going through and all that, were you thinking like, yeah, I do want to get married again. Were you like, forget this? Like, I, you know, every, actually I, I know he had some of this cause he told me it, Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, you know, was there a thought like, man, you know, everything seems so good. She seems so great. Like if I find someone else, are they going to sur- just surprise me again? Like what, what was kind of going on? as far yeah. as thinking about a new relationship.
1: Yeah. I, I thought, um, a hundred percent, no chance I'd ever do it again. Hmm. I, I, I really didn't have a trust in the whole deal. Um, you know, somebody that you love that can just, uh, you know, discard you, makes you feel, you know, worthless. And, um, yeah, I, I honestly, I didn't want to ever do it again. And so I, I said, uh, you know, 50 custody schedule with the kids, where I had them every weekend. I didn't plan on doing anything else. That's all I really cared about and wanted to do. Um, so, yeah, that's really where that <laughs> led me. With was never wanting to embark
0: on that wonderful journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So um, it, he did end up finding somebody. So how did how did all that happen? Like. Uh, so his, his new wife, her name's Christy. She's wonderful. Um, but how, did, how did it go from never again to like, you know, maybe this could work. And then to a, you know, a romantic relationship.
1: Yeah. So, um, I was, I participated in a triathlon and I met, uh, somebody I followed on social media and, um, I happened to see her and her family out, um, Uh, playing in the water after I had gotten food poisoning. So I was (laughs) super sick and I went back and I fell asleep and I took a nap after the, uh, the triathlon was done and I was late picking up my bike. And anyways, on on the way back, I happened to see them out there as everybody had really had already gone by that point. So I talked to her and, uh, you know, introduced myself and, and we had, um, you know, had some just kind of back and forth conversations through Instagram and, um, nothing really significant, just, uh, you know, who knew who she was and introduced myself. And, um, she said, Oh, I have a friend I'd like to set you up with. And I said, no, interested." just, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, they're very kind and generous. They offered to let me stay at their house. Um, for the next month I had another triathlon as well in uh, St. George where they live and, uh, anyway, so she tried to set it up so that this girl she wanted to set me up with would be there, and I tried my best to get out of it. And, uh, and then the, um, the girl, Christy, um, reached out to me and said, Oh, I guess we have a mutual friend trying to play matchmaker. And so just kind of, I think just more than anything, trying to make, make it, uh, not so uncomfortable and awkward when we inevitably met each other in St. George. So, right. um, yeah, so I tried to avoid talking to her, um, <laughs> And then we started, uh, Marco Polo and, I got to see, you know, her, her personality and things. And, um, you know, just, uh, immediately I just felt that connection to her and, um, and then just went from there. It was, it was incredible.
0: Yeah. Um, so how long after the, um, the divorce was kind of filed and everything was kind of done? Did you, did you meet Christine? Um, a little under a year well, after
1: okay. Yeah, okay. she left. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, Yeah. And I like, uh, you know, how you're sharing that with us about, you know, not thinking anything like this could happen to, you know, just kind of things falling into place. Like one thing that I really believe is that we, as we kind of develop these things, we attract people to us that are sort of also developed in a similar, to a similar point. Right. So like you put in all this time and like built up your spiritual sense of self, built up your you know emotional strength, being able to see things from other people's point of view. And then God kind of orchestrates things to put someone in your path. That's going to be, you know, someone amazing for you. So.
1: Yeah, i agree with that. And especially with, with Christy, with her background, she's been through, you know, very difficult, um, you know, marriage and divorce before. And, um, and so, yeah, a lot of it came from being able to connect on a wholly different level where, um, you know, I, I would not have been able to relate you don't understand where she's coming from without that. So yeah, it was definitely, um, you know, similar to wave wavelengths on the way of thinking and experience and all that, that really helped us you know, have such a good bond.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, um, a lot of times, it's another thing I believe strongly is that like a lot of times our biggest challenges can become like our biggest strengths and biggest way to, to help people. And, um, Mike's challenge is to being too good looking. <laughs> I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, so let's see. Um, so the one thing I wanted to ask you was just like how this whole divorce process, getting remarried, how's that affected the kids and how have you sort of worked to make that as smooth as possible for them?
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, a very challenging thing. Um, it's, uh, they, on, on one hand, I, I am incredibly grateful that they get to see, you know, a loving, uh, husband and wife and, and that example. And so I, I can't overvalue, you know, what that you that know, is and the impact that'll have on them. Um, you know, they love Christy and she loves them and, and really does her best to, um, you know, make them all feel loved and safe and special. And so it's, I'm very fortunate in that regard. Um, it's it's not easy, you know, when you have you know two um, you know ex spouses and just um, the dynamic that comes with that, you know, it's it's it varies from everybody and there's you know good and bad about you know all of that, but um, you know I think overall you know they're they're doing well. I just think that um, there are definitely definite things that take a lot of attention and a lot of focus on making sure that they get through and um, you know, don't feel you know, abandoned or not loved or, um, you know, it's just being very sensitive towards each individual kid and the way that they need to, you know, have that attention to, to make sure that they feel loved and safe and all that. So I, I'd, I'd love to say it, it's been, you know, super easy on them. Uh, the one thing I could say is, yeah, I'm grateful that it happened when they were all very young and they don't really know much different. So that, that is a positive, um, but as well, you know, I think it comes with its own unique set of, you know, challenges. But if you're willing to work with, you know, yourself and your spouse and, um, you just got to take it as it comes and, and do the best you can, make the, the decisions with the most, you know, most informed decisions you can of how to, to help and teach them. And then you just see, you know, you see how, how it goes and try to adjust on the fly as he goes yeah, it's, uh,
0: any, any kind of particular tips or things that, that have been especially helpful kind of with the kids you mentioned kind of trying to adjust to their specific needs, like any particular takeaways.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd say my biggest takeaways are, um, for the first little while I got into the habit of, um, you know, just kind of letting them, I just want to be the friend, I wanted them to have fun with me. I wanted them to enjoy their time. Um, and at a certain point, it got it got a little bit, it just got to the point where I felt like, okay, this isn't real life anymore. They're living just this kind of fantasy life that most kids don't. You know, how many times did most kids go to Disneyland a week or Knott's Berry Farm a week or this activity or that activity or these surprises or whatever. Um, and so I was seeing that between me and my you know ex ex-wife, they were getting beyond spoiled in certain regards and they were, weren't really getting the structure that they needed. So you're just making the conscious decision that okay, you know it's happened, but they need to have a normal life and they need to have structure and they need to have consistency. and um, so that's been one of the biggest things is just trying to get back to, okay, this is kind of the new reality. this is how things are. Um, yes, we still have fun. Yes, we do still have, you know, fun times together and do great things, but there's also a a very, um, consistent level of of structure, um, to their life that I think they enjoy. I think they ultimately crave that. Um, and at the very least it'll end up just being something consistent that they can always rely on, you know? So, um, uh, I think that's just been a a big part of the the process of learning and and an adjustment that had to be made.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, so, you know, this, um, this process you went through of, um, you know, building up that spiritual strength, seeing things through other people's eyes, better, you know, looking back, seeing the, the, the you mentioned prioritizing making sure you're spending time where it matters most, you know, how did that process, uh, translate into your new marriage and, and how, um, yeah, I guess just that, like, how, how did that, how did those skills transition in and what kind of difference did that make?
1: Well, I like to think, um, you know, that uh, Christy's a, the beneficiary of the hard times that I went through. Um, I really make a conscious effort to think of how she's feeling and what she's going through, um, especially, you know, just being concerned with, you know, she had um, a, a little girl before, you know, we got married. And so she's stepping into three extra, you know, little kids and four, if you include me. Uh, so... <laughs> It can be chaotic and it can be stressful, and, and just recognizing that, and and uh, trying to help out as much as I can. She does, she does a ton, you know, to to help and support the family and to support me and and love me, and um, and so it's just uh, just being aware of of what she needs and ways that I can help her out. Um, I hate doing dishes, but I know that she does them all the time. So if there's a time where I can go and do those and and help out then, you know, I try to do that type of thing. Um, if she is feeling, I can tell, Hey, a little stressed, you know, Hey, why don't you, you know, go, go out, go, you know, go to run to target and you know, I shop or whatever you do and, uh, eat a salad. I don't know what women do, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just, uh, yeah, just being a little bit more, um, not a little, just being a, a lot more involved in, um, how she's feeling and what I can do to make sure she knows how much I love her and how much I appreciate all she does and not, uh, not take for granted the little things, which I I think I was guilty of. Uh, I know I was guilty of for sure before. So I think a lot of the things, a lot of the lessons that I learned, the growth that I had to, you know, endure and and go through, um, has definitely carried over. It'd be a waste of time if it hadn't, but I think it'd also be probably impossible you know, cause I, I, do still have, uh, I still worry about, well, what if she just decides to leave one day? You know, those are fears and things that are still very real. Um, and that's not a, her thing, that's a me issue or it's, you know, I, I've been through that and I think, okay, I, you know, nothing's guaranteed for sure. And so it's just trying to make sure I'm doing the work. Um, it doesn't have to be big things, but just consistently trying to make sure she, you know, knows that I'm focused on her and, um, on, on strengthening our marriage and our family and, and growing from
0: there. Yeah. Well, um, Jeff, you're a good man and you know, she is lucky to have you and you're worth, (laughs) you're worth, you're worth choosing, like you're worth choosing to be married to. For sure. Appreciate that. Um, so, well, I really appreciate you going so deep into this and I know it's, it's not easy in a lot of ways, but any kind of parting words for, um, guys that are going through something similar, like, you know, their wives telling them they want to leave right now. Um, they're kind of hitting that desperation point, you know, any kind of parting words for them?
1: Yeah. I mean, my advice to anybody is, you know, if you, if you do all you can, um, you can, you know, walk the rest of your life knowing, you know, that you, you did your best. You can keep your head, head held high and, um, you know, there are obviously situations that, um, you know, aren't ideal, but, um, you know, I think when it comes to your marriage and, uh, realizing that's the most important thing to you, it's, it's being willing to do anything you possibly can to make it work. And then ultimately if it doesn't work and it's outside of your control, you can only do so much, you know, and you can't make somebody, nor would you want to make somebody be with you if they don't want to. So, um, if it doesn't work out, um, you know, I'm beyond happy now with my spouse and, um, I feel incredibly blessed. I feel like she's a soulmate, that she's somebody that, um, I could not have thought of better person, better companion for me in life. Uh, you know, if I you know, dreamed her up in the lab, so, you know, I feel very fortunate in, in that. And it's not to say we don't have, you know, challenges and struggles and all that, as you know, um, but, uh, yeah, I just feel beyond grateful and, and happy. And, um, so I, my, parting words would be just encouragement and hope, uh, you know, kind of a message of hope for, you know, knowing that if it does work out, you'll be better prepared to make your marriage work and happy and uh, sustainable. And if it doesn't, that you'll be better equipped to uh, have a much more meaningful and lasting relationship in the future with somebody that really, truly cares about you and wants to be with you and, and will accept you for you, you know, 100%.
0: Great. Uh, excellent parting words. Nice job. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, want to thank Jeff and I um, uh, hope this episode was helpful for you guys. Uh, so stay strong, man, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world and If you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.